on Giddy Up. It's time for the Midweek Masterclass with the Mailbag Team. And it's a pleasure to welcome back the new captain of the Midweek Masterclass team from Mailbag Bloodstock, live from Redcliffe in Queensland, Shane Curlio. Hello to you, Shane. Welcome back to Giddy Up. We've missed you. Good morning, Gareth. Um, when I heard that Jack Dickens wasn't on, I jumped at the opportunity to come back. Now, he gets sick a lot, Jack. I'm just a little worried about his immune system. This is his big day to shine, Melbourne Premier Sales, and he's basically only lasted half the sale. I'm not shocked, Gareth. I did see some of his work firsthand during Magic Millions. Um, he lost a little bit of intestinal fortitude, Dicko. There's no question about that. Now, it surprises me a little bit, but replacing Dicko today is a man that looks up to you and he said, Gareth, I want to be like Shane Curlio. He's my mentor and his name is Benny, I said. and He's um, joining us for the Midweek Masterclass today. G'day, Benny. G'day, Gareth. Now, what did you learn from Curlio when you visit here, when you're on the Gold Coast there for the Magic Million sale? Yeah, definitely learn a bit from the great man. He's got a good eye for a nice yearling, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, he's a very smart judge, Curls, and uh, you can definitely learn a bit from him. There you go, Curly. Unbelievable. I tell you what, who doesn't rate some of the, my form experts that I have on my show is Wayne Hawks and Johnny O'Neill. This is what they had to say about Dicko, and I think Jules Valance even copped a whack, um, Curly, yesterday on the means test. Roll the, roll the tape, Ollie. Races run and one. Everyone wants to be an expert and tell you how bad it was. I mean, Please, mate, we've got a bush ranger on your call. We've <laughs> got a bush ranger who's got horses going around sitting six deep the whole way in Queensland and walking in, and you've got the best looking form judge in the world in Jill. So you're telling, you're telling us that Jack and, um, and Jill's don't know what they're talking about? No, we're not saying, no, no one said that. We no, didn't say no. that, Gary. You're saying <laughs> that. You're, you're just wanting to stir. Yeah. The bottom line is I heard him going, oh, it's no good. Oh, the CF4 form's no good. Oh, Jack knows. Do you know what? Just because the horse, just because a horse doesn't win its next start doesn't mean that the form's rubbish. Yeah. I mean, I, I need these blokes to come out and tell me exactly how it's going to go. I'll go one step further. How many winners did you blokes tip last weekend? How many? Oh, so Wayne, I never missed them, Curly. I thought that would put a smile on your face, especially especially Johnny O'Neill. <laughs> so, what about the cowboy? The bush, bush ranger. ranger. Oh, the bush ranger, I should say. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Dicko's got the Southern Cross tattooed on his chest and on one side and uh, Tally on the other. He, he looks like a bush ranger. And I'll tell you what, they kind of act like it a bit. Jeez, aren't they Monday, Monday morning quarterbacks, the boys, when they get on the on the review show and pot everything and, and uh, you know, everything's great in hindsight with those fellas. Unbelievable operators. Well, he learnt from you. I think that was a little bit harsh from Johnny and Wayne. And Wayne, um, we might get him tipping some horses, see how he goes. But I'm very oh, lucky to have Dicko and especially Jules Valance. Um, they've been exceptional. Yeah. Uh, along with you, Curlio, now... Is it true that we're having a bit of a, next week, we'll be having a bit of a forum with yourself and the, the team from Alligator Blood on Giddy Up? Yeah, hopefully. Um, I'm sort Alan of... Andres, is it, that's, he's, still, he's not even in the horse these days, is he? <laughs> no, I don't know what he's carrying on about. <laughs> yeah, I did see him tweet that he's not letting the mounting yard on race day either, so that'll be good. But, no, um, I'm looking, I did I'm meet looking... Uncle though, Gareth. We did meet Uncle on the Gold Coast. He's a ripping bike. Um, the owner, the actual owner. Yes. But we can get him no. on it. And, and Alligator Blood Strapper as well, Dave. Um, 
we should have a little bit of a debate, you know, for sure. Yeah, I'm looking forward to when Kent and Alligator Blood just lock horns there down the back at Mooney Valley. I, just hope, I hope we draw a barrier outside of Alligator Blood because I'll think they're going to lead. Yeah. All right, then we need some winners, and we're racing at Doombin on a Wednesday afternoon, Curly. I will start with you since you're the new skipper today. Yep. Um, Where do... We're going to back. We're going to back one early, and then as it drifts, we're going to continue to back it, and we're going to get the absolute shallot at a massive price. Love it. Race two, number two, Birmingham. No idea what price it is. But I anticipate it'll be a very big price because it's last started Eagle Farm at SP sixty one dollars. So I wouldn't be surprised if we got fifty tomorrow, Garrett. Birmingham, um, if that wins, I tell you what, we'll fly um, you down on a private jet to go and watch Keats for the All Star Mile. I've been waiting uh, for this horse to get a jockey upgrade. It's been about two years in the making, but we finally get one. Um, Jimmy Byrne. Jimmy Byrne goes on. Look, I thought its trials were good last preparation. It raced okay. They had a lot of luck. Uh, and it, it drew wide and sat wide the other day. Just had no luck this preparation. Off two pretty good trials to kick off this prep. I like it at the trip. Um, the midweek class races have been pretty average, to, to be polite. Uh, Southeast Queensland this time of year. So I think... Um, could be D-Day. Zilla Pride's probably favourite and hates the winning post. So there's a few knocks on a few others that I think will be in the market. This thing will be huge. I'd Gareth and it's worth something each way. Race two, number two, Birmingham. So we're just having 100 each way on Birmingham? Or have we got something yep. else? Beautiful. No, no, that's it. Um, I, thought, um, I thought Ghost Rider looked the winner of race one with only Tintin win the danger, but I don't anticipate any meat on the bone there. They'll both be right firm in the market. So... Um, no point getting on tipping favourites all the time. My name's not Shane no. <laughs> Hey, Benny, I said, what are you doing? You got something for us at Sandown? You got a staking plan. You get $200. Yeah, mate, we've got the two at Sandown. Unfortunately, sorry, Curls. They're both short in the market, mate. But, um... <laughs> oh, I thought you were his mentor. <laughs> I think they'll get the job done, though. We'll go to race three, number one, Ebony King. Graham Begg, Geordie Childs. The combo's airborne at the moment. He's just a super trainer with his horses, Graham Begg. Look, he was really good last start, riding the speed, this fella. I think he'll strip fitter. Third up, he should be near his top. I've got him mapped rolling across from Barrier 9, sitting on the pace, which I think will be advantageous at the Lakeside Circuit tomorrow. Look, I've marked him 280. Still $3 if you shop around. I think, uh, I think he'll be getting the job done in race three, number one, Ebony King. I'll have 100 on Ebony King, mate. Yeah. And then we'll have the other 100 on race five, number four, the swooper from our man, Wayne Hawks, to train. So it'll be interesting to see what Wayne o thinks. Benny Mallum jumps aboard. Look, he's a nice enough horse, this bloke. I thought he was a slight query at the 1,200 last start at the Valley, but he proved me wrong. Look, he did a bit wrong before, obviously, in the mounting yard, before getting out behind the barriers. He sweated up a little bit. And, uh, look, I'm backing the camp to get that right. And I think with another run under his belt, I think he'll be more tractable. I think he can ride the speed, lead him up, and give him something to something to beat there tomorrow with Benny Mallum going on board. Love it, Benny. So, Prisemian Arch race, three number three, $100 the win on that galloper for um, uh, Jack Dickens. And also, Edith, race seven, number three, is Dicko's bet there at Sandown tomorrow. $100 the win on that horse as well. Are you happy with his presentation, the way he delivers it, Curlio? 
Benny? Yeah, I've, I've been copping tips off Benny for a little while now. He's a good judge. There's no doubt about that. I don't mind. Right, stick, to the point, stick to the point at the end of the market, young fella, and keep your name in lights there on the socials. That's the way to go. <laughs> and we'll see you at Birchip too for the Mallee Bull Cup. I know you love the the, the Mallee oh. boys being from Sonata Curlio, so they'll welcome you with open arms. Yeah, I reckon Sharpie and Bantam and a few blades to be there. Yeah. Um, I remember, remember playing footy against Bantam. Gareth, I was petrified of him. Yeah. I'm not too, I'm not that keen to go back to Bertram. <laughs> Good on you, Curlio. Love your work. Say hello to Mrs. Curlio for us. Will do. Thanks, Gareth. Let's catch up with Mark Roden and Peter Anthonis on this Tuesday morning to look at the Kensington meeting at Randwick and Pinjara in the, the West. Mark Roden, first of all, hello to you, mate. Uh, hello to you too, Gareth. G'day, Pete. Gee, how are you? I'm very well. We'll start off with you, Mark. Kensington track. Um, rail is in the true or on a good four. How do you expect this track to play? And are you confident we can make some money? Um, I'm not. Well, I think we can, might be able to make some money. I can't be really confident about how Kensington plays. I, if it's firm and true, I'll look, I'd like to think the running line would be best and they'll be able to make some ground and maybe get to the middle in the straight. But we have seen the occasional uh, hot rail with it in the true. Uh, so... Nothing set in stone yet, but fingers crossed that it's reasonably fair. Yeah, for a start. What are we doing with your staking plan? I found the meeting, a lot of the races are either too even or I agreed with the market. The best, the closest I can come to a good bet is in race two, two-year-old race, two-year-old maiden over 1,000. That's number one, Capital Heart. Um, led and weakened over 1,100 at this track on debut and then was ridden off the speed over 1,000 metres at Warwick Farm um, last start. Drawn barrier four here, I think Nash uh, Rewilla will look to get into a stalking position again and um, close off strongly and go one better this time. Uh, in around 280, I think I think he's a solid bet. Is he $200 the win capital hard or we've got something else? I Look, it's, it's the only one I want to back on the program, but I wouldn't be yep. too keen on blasting the whole bank of it either. Might leave 100 in reserve for next week. So I like the favourite in the first out, Lord, but gee, it's 210's short enough, I think, and hypothetical comes out of a really good race in race six but it's drawn a bit wide and uh, prices shortened a lot too so just as a betting proposition it's only capital hard to meet at this stage what are you doing peter pinjara on a wednesday afternoon yeah just waiting to see what the forecast does gareth there was a bit of rain forecast uh, well yesterday the forecast was predicting more towards five mils there tomorrow but now it's come down to just one so Look, if the rain stays away, it's probably going to play a little bit more on speed. Uh, if the rain does hit, it might actually chop out the rail that's off on the way at Pinjarra. But, look, we'll just wait and see what conditions do. I thought uh, there's probably one in race six, awesome chatter. I, I don't know what price it's going to go up. I thought it was a really good run last start against the pattern of the day, and it just finds a very suitable race here. Drawing gate four can just sit midfield and really should be able to, to win this. So, look, I'd be hoping for something around 260 plus when markets go up. Um, that's probably the one race I've really taken an interest in so far. I think race two down the straight, Frantic War again will possibly go up pretty short. And um, just basically ran second there last start down the straight as well. But just those stats, he's a horse in that race that has trialled the house down on a couple of occasions, run really quick time, and then gone to the track and done nothing. But first start down the straight, it might be able to do something. So just looking at the price there in race two, I just so sassy. For the Casey team, so race two, number six, and race six, number three, awesome chatter. Your best at Pinjarra and Capital Heart. Race two, number one for Mark Roden. 
you two are stars. You keep on carrying the mailbag team. Love your work, and we'll catch up with you next week, lads. Cheers, Cheers. Guys.